eyes up. Bow your heads. If you want you to, and it ain't even going to be a prayer. I just want you to close your eyes, but listen. Just about uh, lifting uh, each other up and especially, especially your children. I'm going to let them know that they're bold. Uh, you will never outperform the self-portrait you have of yourself. As you sit there with your eyes shut, uh, begin to, first of all, encourage yourself because you can't give what you don't have. And then I want you to think and encourage your kids, whether they're with you here or not, and just begin to just to speak encouragement over them. Begin to speak that over them and just begin to just just speak the encouragement of God. And, and, and listen, God was just dealing with me yesterday and, and just say, talking about, especially our little boys. And I, I get little girls, but our, our little boys are, are entering the schools where people don't believe in them. But, but make sure that the ones that you know, yours, that you believe in them. And whether a counselor, whether a teacher ever said that they're going to hear from you so much that they're going to enter into a room. He just showed me little boys are just almost under attack as going to be bad and going to be messed up. They're going to be, but I pray in the name of Jesus. And I pray for any one of them that has ever walked through these doors under the authority of God and as, as a pastor of church and speaking in places and schools that our young men, our little boys are encouraged and strengthened and know that they know that they can do all things through Christ who strengthens them, that their energy, Lord God, is not going to be a threat, but an asset to their growth and their development, that they are blessed. And as you hug them and, and wrap them in your arms and, and begin to share with them and show them that they're going to turn into the, to the men that you know that is great for this world, great for, for, for just our entire society, but great for themselves, that no one can speak against them. No one can tear them down. Your words are going to be louder than any other words, as well as with our young ladies. We thank you for the power of self-confidence to continue to grow and be strengthened. I come against any form of dysfunction, any form that would try to make them believe anything different that they are, than they are God's child and God's kingdom. You can keep the music playing as well, Justice. Let's, let's make sure we spread that over our kids over our kids. Our, our little boys, I, it, just, it, just was, it just was breaking me so much that they're under siege. The minute they hit classrooms, they're not even looking for good in them. They're just looking for trouble. They're, they're looking for mistakes. They're looking, but you, you, you speak over them. You speak over them, and you agree with me. With, I, I, we're praying over them. We circle them with prayers that that, that bitter teacher, that bitter counselor, that bitter whatever, will not have a greater voice than what you have. Now, I'm raising a king. I'm raising a king. And no one is going to be able to put them down and make them feel less than. I'm raising a queen. And no one is going to be able to put them down and take that away from them. Now I need you to believe in yourself. You've been through a lot and you're still here. And all those who ran out on you, all those who gave up on you, thank God 
thank God you're still here. And God applauds you for still standing when nobody else would stand with you. Just, he was telling me this all yesterday. I was like, God, what's, what's going on? People were just feeling abandoned, but let them know I'm right there. I will never leave them or forsake them. I'll never leave their children. Look, I'm standing here. I had them. I, they, they had aunts that would call me all kinds of names and tell me I was stupid, tell me I was dumb, and tell me I'm never going to amount to anything. You're, you're a waste of our time. Your mom shouldn't have even had you. You're never going to do anything. You're never going to accomplish anything. But they were a lie because my mom would dress me down with, I can do all things through Christ. She would speak over me. And then at four and five years old, you're hearing this from other adults. But God said something to my mom that says that he's going to help and he's going to change the world. And even as I've gotten older and older, that more and more there's still going to be people that's still going to have something to say. They're still going to not believe in you, but that's okay. You don't need them. Remember, self-love is not selfish. You cannot be yourself until you can love yourself. Make sure your kids know that they are loved. Make sure they know, and I pray, I pray that, that your children, if they're not listening now, your voice is going to be the best voice. Their ears are going to start learning to hear. Especially if they're older, they're going to start learning to hear. Thank God that you've stepped into their lives. Thank God for my stepfather. Thank God for somebody stepped in my life. Thank God for you parents, the step-parents, and thank God for you. You are Joseph. So I need you to be encouraged. I need you to be rejoicing about who you are in Christ. I need you to get a hold of that mirror and just be thanking God. Thank you, God, that I'm still here. Thank you, God, that my words are still alive. Thank you, God, that I abide in you. And as they were singing, God makes your darkness tremble. If you think your darkness is too strong and too big, you just need to call on God. He can make it tremble. You need to see your darkness afraid of your faith. You need to see your darkness afraid of your God. You need to see it happening in your spirit and in your eyes. And I believe it is done. I, I just believe that I believe that I believe that it is done. And we have a prayer request and get you guys to pray with me. Uh, Shane turned this in and he says, I am homeless right now. I've uh, been staying at the Red, uh, Red Roof Inn. I needed uh, to somehow come up with $255 for the next three nights. I get paid Wednesday. Uh, also, prayer for his health. Amen? Amen. So let's, let's pray for Shane. And he's right there uh, sitting. So they'll just lift, point your hands toward him. Lift him up. Father, we just pray. We thank you for the increase, the abundance, Lord God, that you are Shane's source. That you said in Philippians 4.19 that you would supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory. I thank you, Father God, for a roof over his head. I thank you, Lord God, for the increase in the income coming in from the north, the south, the east, and the west. I thank you, Lord, for uncommon favor upon his life and upon his situation, Lord, that you're bringing blessing to him. I pray, Father, for healing over his body from the top of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord God. I thank you for healing him. I thank you for regulating his heart. I thank you, Lord God. Blood pressure, Father. Father God, to be regulated in the name of Jesus, whatever the ailment may be, that we call him healed 
by the stripes of Jesus. And Lord, you said where two or more gather together in your name, there you are in the midst, is touching any and everything. We believe he has been touched and received in Jesus' name. And we thank you according to Daniel 10, 12, that you heard us as we prayed the first time. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. You may be seated if you are still standing. Amen. Hey, Jaira, uh, will you bring me a towel, please? I know you're busy. Everybody grab your Bible and your, or your cell phone. <laughs> Whatever you follow the Bible on. Let me say it that way. I said grab your cell phone. Just start texting people while we're praying. All right. Repeat after me. Say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can be what it says I can be. And I can do what the Word says I can do. It's the living seed of God living in me, and I'll never be the same. Never, never, never will I be the same. God increase, pastor decrease. Give me ears to hear what God has to say. Going to walk with power and not let the loss get left. Amen. You guys may be seated. Hey, man, you know what I, I love about the Bible is that it is a reference to go and find out what we believe. You can't just believe everything everybody says to you. Okay? Amen. Okay? So we tell you the reason why we show the verses and scriptures so you can see exactly what we're saying to you. Uh, people are, you know, when people just say stuff and they cannot verify it or back it up, don't, don't, don't just <laughs> wave at them. Or I don't know what to do with that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just not, not buying that. I'm just not, I'm not, not, not giving that in. And so, and especially when it comes to dealing with our kids and, and, and different things like that. So strength and love and, and this is the key, this is the, this is the word that's kind of critical for today's message, hate. There's strength and love and hate. Justice. I've read the title like three times. Okay, okay, you're working, okay. What we allow, we cannot change, amen? If you allow it, you can't change it. If we allow our kids to do it, don't try to wait till later on and try and change it. What you allow, you cannot change, All right? We, we do that when it comes to <laughs> physical fitness and health and and we allow ourselves to eat all that stuff and wonder why things don't change, right? It's tough when you allow it, okay? So we'll make sure we're clear about that. I don't know when the fast is going to end for me. I, I keep feeling like I'm coming up with, 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 there are more critical things that are coming up that I feel like I need to keep praying in. I, I'm, uh, I, uh, I'm angry. I do angry good. I, I like angry, right? There's a right way. <laughs> those of you who don't, you know, I know as a Christian, you, you've gone to a place where you're like, oh, you know, it's just not right to be angry. There are things you need to be angry about. There are things you need to hate. And, and usually I, I thought it would be about this quiet. It was this quiet when I was filming it. <laughs> Nobody was saying amen, even though I was the only one in the room. I forgot to say it. Right? Because there's things that, and I'm going to show you how you hate things, you just don't say it. 
But now as a Christian, especially as a pastor, if I use the word hate, and you, how many of you ever been told, never say hate? You've been told that, right? In the Bible, Jesus said, they hate you because they hate him. Now, now here's the difference, right, between a person that's an uh, atheist, an ungodly person. They hate us, the people. We as Christians, we hate the sin. We never hate the person. Okay? And that's the difference, right? They willfully will say, I hate you. We willfully say, I hate that behavior. Okay? That's the difference, right? Your kid talks back to you, you hate that. You hate what's going through your mind, what you may do to them. Maybe. You may love that, what's going through your mind. Listen to this, Luke chapter 11, verse 20 through 23. But if, but if I, with the finger of God, cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man armed keepeth his palace, his, go his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him, he taketh from him all his armor wherein he trusted and divideth his spoils. He that is not with me is against me. That's pretty simple, isn't it? Jesus said, if you're not with me, you are against me. I don't care what the society, I don't care what the culture saying, if it's not with God, if it's not with Christ, which is in the Bible, if it's not with the Bible, it's against God, okay? And then he goes, then he goes, and he that gathereth not with me scatters, all right? So, 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 so some things that we are, things that we get angry, right? It is difficult to love well if you don't hate well. It's difficult, right? There, there's, there's certain things, I mean, Brianna, I have to watch it, right? Because, you know, my family, I may not come home from a trip because it is difficult for me to see a man fighting a woman and not do anything. That doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't make sense to me. And Ben, and I don't know if you guys know, ever heard of Prescott, Arizona? Uh, you've heard of Prescott, Arizona? Okay, you know, there ain't no black people there, right? Uh, they know you visiting, right? And I was there, and I go there about every year to speak at the schools, and I go up to the mines up in um, Baghdad, Arizona. <laughs> they got it all labeled out, right? And, and this man, they, they were in the mall. Again, I'm the only one there. I'm just, I'm just giving you some context. And he's yelling at this woman, and, and they're out. It's like a courtyard. And I walk up to them, and I ask a simple question. Can she not hear? Like, do you need a translator? And then I could smell he was not in his right mind. Not body old, he's drunk. And I go, well, let me just translate. Yell at me and then I'll tell her. And you could see him like, looking at her and she's like, I don't know who this, I don't know him. Like, let me look at me like, I'm, I'm with him, I'm not, I don't know him. I said, well, you just yell at me. Let's see you yell at me. And I kept walking toward him. Like you, you could hear, I could hear Rita going, stop. But just like I wouldn't shut up earlier, I couldn't because I thought he was going, you know, who, who, you, you publicly, you're yelling and screaming, he's cussing her. And, and so as I did that, he kept backing up and, and he was like, I'm, I'm out of here. And so he started walking through the mall. He entered the mall and she was following him. So I followed him. I know something wrong with me. I know. Right? Because there, there's two types of people. People that got problems, people know they got problems. I know I got problems. 
I just followed them. I just like, we're going to walk around here together. They called the security guard on me. He goes, are you bothering these people? I said, absolutely I am. I said, I was minding my own business because he was out there cussing out loud in the courtyard. He goes, well, you keep following them. And I was like, okay. Now, that ain't safe. That ain't normal. But I grew up in that where women were beaten because they grew up around pimps and prostitution. I hate it. You're a preacher. I, I hate it. If I see it, I'm not going to act preacher. Hmm? Okay? There, there's times where, and even as, I mean, Jesus walked into the, they was in there uh, playing, and I'm just, I'm just using this as a reference, playing bingo at church. That's all I'm going to use it as, because I don't know what they was doing. They was changing money. Okay, I'm just calling it bingo. They may not have been playing bingo. That's just what I'm calling it. And he had a rope. He braided a rope and turned over the tables. Now, you don't need a rope to do that. Maybe he was doing something else with the rope, like slapping people with, I just, I want that ministry. But he got angry about what was being done. When you start to see something being exchanged and your kid being exchanged for behaviors, get angry enough to do something about it. See, because we won't do anything if we're okay with it, right? If it don't, you know, we, we get up and do something. Once, we, once we've had enough, I'm fed up, I'm going to do something about it. So it's, in diff it's difficult to love well if you don't hate well. If I don't hate this enough, I'm never going to do anything about it. We don't hate enough. We're never going to do anything about it. It's, it's something we've got to do. When it comes to the things of God, especially concerning our children, there must be a persistent hate for what could go wrong with them in order to love with your relentless pursuit of what God has right for them. So I'm hating what could go wrong for them. I'm, I'm on you about this decision because I'm hating the fact that if you get caught up in this, I've seen addiction. If you get caught up and get hooked on this stuff, I know what it's going to turn you into. So I hate that, so I'm going to come after you. And a lot of times folks are like, well, I'm just trying to be my kid's friend. You can be friendly with them and be, tell the truth, right? I, oh, we buddies, but if you go and do this, we're going to buddy up. We're gonna, I fought my friends. I mean, we were friends the next day. But I'm not telling you to go punch a kid. I'm just saying... We, we got to confront behaviors. Romans 12, 2 says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So I have to speak up. I have to tell you the truth. So y'all remember like when the kids were real little, and some of y'all don't have to reach way back. Some of y'all's kids are real little. If they put something in their mouth like a toy, what, what did y'all do? Y'all just yell out loud. They put something in their mouth that could choke them. What'd you do? Put, you put your finger in them, you growled them, you turn them upside down. Whatever it was, you did what you needed to do to reach in there and get it out, right? What were you afraid of? It was swallowing it and choking, right? Don't let them swallow the junk that's been put in their mouths now. Don't let them take that in. Well, they say, I'm stupid. I'm going to go ahead and eat that. They say, I'm dumb. I'm hyperactive. I can't learn. Let me go ahead and eat that. No, don't let them cook. I cook for you. I told you you were smart. Go do your work. Quit letting someone else cook for you. Y'all know that's why we don't go to potlucks? Because I'm allergic to so many things. If we do go, I eat before we go. Because I don't know, people may want to put some peanuts in there, you know, to make it flavor up. Well, I'll die. And they may be like, mm, don't this good? Why is, he, why is he shaking and throwing up? You put peanuts in it. 
right? There are some things we don't need to eat. Send your kid to school full of what they can be encouraged about. Like, you know you, you know you and your family because you hyper, you can't learn, you can't remember stuff. Your mama didn't say that <laughs> to me. I don't know why your mama would be talking to me, but see, sometimes it just come out, right? <laughs> like, like, sometimes it's just your mama. But, you know, but, but again, if, if that's spoken over long enough, I mean, you, you got friends that say negative things to you, and then when you're really down, those things come back. Oh, we just, that's my friend. We just playing. I don't even play like that. My friends... I don't know why I like I got a bunch of them. How many of all your friends' numbers done went down over the years? Yeah. Come on, man. You ain't had as many as you used to, right? I got 55 friends, as you said at elementary. That's <laughs> what people like on Facebook. I said, you got 3K friends. You got 3,000. I was like, maybe. Uh, maybe. Do you want them? I'll trade you. <laughs> we probably talk about the same amount, right? Don't compromise for over your kids' safety and health, right? And, and you may be judged. Oh, you just, you love your kids too much. Have you ever heard that one? You love your kids too much. And don't that make you want to say something unlovely to that person? Maybe somebody love your dumb behind. Like, like you just... But you have to catch it, right? Because you hate the fact that your kid would ever, 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 ever felt like they weren't loved. So that's why you do it. Now, so you baby that Pastor Tori too much. You baby him too much. As if she was my mom. He ain't going to ever grow up in a mouth. You just baby him. He'll know where to turn to if he needs to know who loves him. And we need that more than ever. Right? And, and, and I'm not saying get away from the discipline, because the difference between the two of us, bless you, the difference between the two of us, y'all know Pastor Rita, I mean, she could love a cactus. I mean, she could hug it, the cactus won't even stick her. I go touch that thing, just walk by it. But I wasn't that. I, I, need, you, I need to be up front. I need honest. If, if I got, I mean, I, I need us to, if we have problems, we need to talk to each other. Amen? And then we can love or not love afterwards. It's either way. Depending on how that conversation go, but you have to have, what, what is it? It was a song, right? A thin line between love and hate. Remember that? And there was a movie that was made. It's thin. You this close. If y'all know how close I was to getting in trouble up here, y'all don't even know. She never let it show. I know. I know. You know when you're crossing the line. You, Tanya was that. All right, we can't afford to have a door number three waiting on our child. So let's do with the obvious, and let's make sure the things that they're opening themselves up to are things that we know about that's going to protect their successes, not threaten them. No surprise doors. Now the Lord is here talking about, now he was talking about fighting against demons in this verse. He's talking about fighting against the devil. And, and no matter how strong, uh, uh, even we've heard this, honey, I heard this one, they're strong will. So, uh... A politically correct way of saying they're hard-headed, right? And we do want them to be strong-willed against drugs, against premarital sex, against 
getting caught up in gangs and robbery and whatever else. We, yeah, be strong. We, we, we don't take it away. Don't be sitting there like, well, I'm a rabbit. Take me where, you know. No. We want you to keep that in you, but in a place where you do it. I, and I remember when people asked me, like, why you work out? You're a pastor. So I don't die up there preaching. Do I, do I feel angry? Do I look angry? I look like I'm getting angry about this. Like, I don't want to be up here. The Lord loves you. But people will judge you. Anybody here ever been judged? Yes. Even if you don't raise your hand and participate with me, I don't care. I don't want to swing on you. I, I know it looks like I want to swing on you, but they will. But you have to keep going on because you got to know you better than they do. Huh? Get off me. So he's talking about if, if, if I was a devil, how was I casting out devils? Beelzebub ain't up there talking about get out Beelzebub. That's <laughs> the Bible. I love the Bible. The Bible is funny to me. Uh, but you don't have people in there stealing going like, well, let's fight over what we're stealing. Y'all both committing a crime. He's saying the only way I can be able to do this is I got to be for Christ. And I don't care what kind of thing your kid is going through and what they got going on. They are, you be for God for them. And I would focus on the family. Now, in order to be for God for them, you need to live like you are for God. Are you going to get mad? Absolutely. If you don't get mad, let me come over and be mad for you. And we were in this, uh, this uh, gosh, Jimmy Evans, about raising your children. Don't yell at your kids. I was like, no, nah, my kids got me in them. They need yelling. I mean, I get, I hear you. You know, he was like, you know how it says he wasn't in the earthquake, he wasn't in the fire, he wasn't in the wind, he was in a still, small voice. Get your kids, listen to the voice of God. Not God. Because if, if they about to get hit by a car, how many of y'all yelled? Come on, man. It's to save their life. I ain't, I ain't trying to break up your little children doctrine. But the truck was coming. I'm like, baby. I don't want to yell. Don't you hear the voice of the Lord? That's God telling you to use your voice. Get out of the street before I kill you. Like, you'll say something like, whatever it takes to get them out the street, right? The truck won't get you, but I will. Come on, man. You got to hate that. I hate what they do to these little kids. I hate what they do to little boys. Some little mad teacher because she done had a breakup over the summer coming in here jumping on the kids. Stop dating before school starts. I, I got issues. I got issues. I made my son out there at the heat yesterday. I'm still warm. Because that, that's, that's what I mean. Like people gave up on me. People gave up. They quit. I, and I can't stand it to this day. If somebody just quit. And don't tell me why they quit. I just want to hit them with my car. I mean, like, I just got, so I feel like you're leaving, you leaving the best behind because I don't act like you act. And my kids don't act the way you got. You're like... Ephesians 4, 25 through 27. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil, right? So the Bible says be angry and not 
sin. So angry is not the problem. It's what we do with it. All right? So, oh, I'm so horrible. I got angry. We all horrible together then. It's what you do with it, right? Be angry enough to do something about the problem. And it's a get away from lying. Get away from lying. And that, that's tough, right? Because a lot of times we don't think that people are actually, will actually lie to us. They will. They will lie to you. And the Bible says, get away from those lying. Have you heard the storytellers, the people you tell something to, and then they have something better than what you said? I went on the street. Oh, yeah, we did too. I can't ask you about your trip. I'm telling you about mine. Ugh. Get your own life. If you really cared about trip, you'd have brought it up first. You're just lying. You ain't been nowhere. Michaela, Michaela, make sure if Miss Rita starts coming out of there, you run in front of her and tell me, okay? Ignore that. Anger is a great resource when we are submitted under the authority of God. It's a great resource. Uh, and, and nothing else has an opportunity to influence our decision, right? So anger is a great resource. It's okay to be angry in traffic. It's wrong when you start blowing your horn. I know, yeah, just, it's okay, y'all. Like, we all sin in here together. Y'all been laughing at me, and now we come up in your car, well, you, uh, uh, uh. and on my black Jeep, the horn is so weak. It is weak. Don't even blow it no more. It's like, like, it's, like it's got asthma or something. Like, what's the matter with my car? <laughs> People are like, I'm going to get in front of you just to hear that. <laughs> and you see some Christians that are that way. Oh, it's not that big a deal. They're going to do better. <laughs> Shut up. Get it right. <laughs> Y'all hear it. I thought about just going just to get my horn replaced. So I could be, so I could act crazy, y'all. God, this is years, almost 30 years of ministry, still got stuff going on. And I got to let you know that because there's hope for you too. Right? You've seen them. <laughs> I'm blowing a horn. Stop it. <laughs> I know you cussed me out. <laughs> we still first. Shut up. You need some growth. Y'all can tell them this is on Spotify, hopochurch.org, love and hate. Y'all know who to send it to. You already know. Love is the most powerful source in the world. Anger is a powerful resource. Powerful resource uh, that makes love known uh, to all those you care about. Now, because I got to see pictures of a dog this morning, it reminds me of this story. Uh, old man was sitting on his front porch rocking chair. His dog was laying there. The person came up and noticed blood started trickling from underneath his dog. Noticed the dog was laying on a nail. And that person said, why, told the old man, why don't you get your dog? Get your dog. <laughs> he said, obviously he ain't tired of that nail sticking him, so he would have got up. Don't lay in your mess and wonder why you're bleeding. 
See, when I want to make myself look skinny, I do model, I strike pose. <laughs> the next time you don't want to give your opinion, just do that. This will embarrass you enough. Somebody say something stupid and you just... <laughs> that may force you to open your mouth. Weak truck. Let's call itself a Jeep. A joke. Matthew 11 verse 12 says the kingdom of God suffered violence and the violent take it by force. You ever forcefully took something from somebody? Like your baby, like you forcefully took that from them. So Ike a baby, like, like again, as the kids grow up in the house, you got sons and daughters, the men, this is why I love lions, they kick the teenagers out. They kick, kick them out the proud. you gotta go, get out. Because you're starting to look at your sisters wrong. Just get out. Right? And, and the young man can become a threat or an ally to the father. The young daughters can become a threat or an ally to the mother. And that's why y'all can switch. The, the man struggles with discipline in his daughters. Because he's a little baby, it's a girl. The mom struggles with discipline in little boys. That's why they call these gigantic, my babies. If you had that now, we name him Ouch, because that, that's a big dude. But together, right? You go off on him, I'll go off on him, you go off on her, we'll switch and you can hug him. But I started taking over the role of just going off on everybody, just come in swinging. Hmm? I hate that y'all got a bad attitude. I hate that y'all lazy. I hate it. I love you. I hate that. All right? Uh -huh. Mom having to do dishes and cook, they'd have been so hungry. That's why they don't like it when she leave. <laughs> there ain't nothing in here to eat. Yeah, it is. Ain't nothing in here cooked. But you can cook it. Well, Mom just go get us pizza. But she ain't here. You know what them jokers did? Had their mom call and had a pizza delivered. But, but if the pastor go to jail, it's all over the news. So I need you to come out violently praying over your kid, violently believing God over them, violently telling the truth that they're doing something wrong. I'm not, I'm not, uh-uh. I can get along with you, but I'm not going to go along with you. We can get along all day. My brother was a full-on pimp, brought his women to the house, and the women weren't allowed to hold their head up when they walked. They had to walk behind him with their heads down best day of my life was when he brought them to my mama's house. Come on, y'all. You've seen parents were like, well, that's just the way my child is, and I just want them to be happy. My mom lost her mom. Baby, don't I know you? Ain't you a sister? You know how they do. You sister showgirl's child, whatever, whatever the name was. <laughs> that's wrong. I... I wonder she couldn't get out of a situation. Everybody in her name wrong. Showgirl, Violet. Okay, listen. And she said, baby, pick your head up. Why aren't you looking at me when I'm talking to you? She goes, oh, I... baby, pick your head up. 
I'm talking to you. Well, he said, I can't, and, and I can't say the words. I've never heard a stream of cuss words that sound like a bunch of people died at one time in my life. Like, ah! Man, she jumped on my brother, got in his face. You brought that to my house? You think I agree with that? Are you out of your mind? Get out of here with that mess. Don't you ever treat a woman like that? Do you know what I went through to have y'all? I left a pimp so I could be here to raise y'all. You crazy? You must be out of your mind. She started swinging on him. I thought, this is awesome. Let me look at what not to do for the rest of my life. Right? And what we have right now today, parents supporting the behavior. No, no, no. The Bible said that's wrong. It said, baby, you better pick your head up every time I see you. Let me know if he ever hits you. Ever. I'll whoop him like I did right now. It's tough to be a tough pimp when your mama beats you up in front of the women. Now, I don't know if he lost all them women or whoever. And he knew he couldn't hit her back because all the other kids would have jumped him. We'd have crawled up on him like it looked like. And, and, and again, she said, I love you, but I hate what you do. I hate what you've become. And that's good parenting. You love them, but you, if they turn into that, mm -mm. hate it. But I love you, right? We still love our kid, but we ain't going to go along and get, get with all of that stuff that they're doing. All right? And so you have to look at it from the standpoint, if it's killing them, if it's something that you know is out of order, if you know it's wrong, you know the Bible says it's wrong, hate that, love them so they know where pure love really is. All right? Everybody say amen, even if you don't want to. <sighs> and he says, give no place to the devil. How many of you have been so mad the devil took over? You may not even change your voice. You may not, but you've been, you can be angry for so long. Huh? Huh? They say, man, you in such good shape for a person that's going to be turning 55 next month. You in such good shape. I stay angry. That's what the Hulk said. I don't have to get there. I stay there. I'm angry about something. <laughs> Right? But now I'm angry about things that may go wrong. I'm angry about things that people not being treated right. I'm angry about our kids going into schools and going, you know what I mean? Like I'm angry, so it just, I'll just take off and go for a run. Just jogging. And then that starts to hurt. Now I'm starting to pray a little more. The Bible gives a timetable for being angry. It says, don't let the sun, don't lay down with it. Right? Y'all have seen that, couples. Married folks laying next to each other, like I don't even want them to know I'm breathing. Turn it back on. <laughs> Never sat so still in your entire life. They crawl in the bed and you, that so-and-so ain't going to know I'm here. You sleeping? The Bible said don't let the sun go down on your wrath, right? Don't stay angry. Don't let it take you to sleep because it'll, it'll will, it, will it keep you from sleeping? Yeah, and then you, you drinking coffee and, and trying to, when your nap going to be? And then what you say, I'm, I'm angry because I'm sleeping. No, you sleep because you was angry. 
And now you, you know, anyway. He said, let it go. Apologize before you go to bed. Now, you may not feel better, but it's the right thing to do, right? Pastor Rita and I, we don't, we don't let the sun go down on our wrath. We just don't do that. I mean, there's an apology. And, and if you're a person who likes to fight, it just, it just ruins it. No. But those, those are nice people. Listen to this. The Bible, holy anger is about having faith and not having a fit. If you don't have any faith with your anger, just as I forgot to tell you guys to do the teaspoonful. See, nobody has to know that, right? Nobody know what I'm talking about. There you go. Awesome. Y'all looking around like, hurry up, man. I've already been going too long. Faith will cause you to rest peacefully. Right? The Bi- uh, not the Bible, but John Wooden, who didn't write the Bible. He's the old, he was old enough to be in there with Moses, but he, he wasn't there. He says, <laughs> the softest pillow is a clear conscience. And your conscience isn't clear if you're angry and, and raging about things. All right? All right? Uh, so, so a faith will cause us to rest peacefully. A fit will cause us to be emotionally restless. 1 John 4, verse 16 through 19. All right, last set of verses, so he better go quickly because I completely forgot to tell him what to do. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. So who is love? God, all right? So if, if you're taking notes, John 1, 1 tells you who God is. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. God is love. That means the Bible is love. If there's poison in here, and tonic, you knew. Did you make this? So how you, just go along with it. God, dog, let me do my job. And you knew, but you didn't want to stop me because you were being my friend, because you wanted me to drink it. You wanted me to have, you know, you wanted me to, have a good time with my water. That a good friend, bad friend? Bad friend, yeah, I know. I know, it's, it's, you're looking at me like, bad friend. I know it's a simple answer, but when it comes to your kid making a choice in their life that's bad for them, and we don't want to speak up because we, we, you know, we don't want to lose their friendship. My twin cut a deal with me. He said, if you start messing up in your life, I'm going to come after you. And he said, if I start messing up in my life, you come after me. And he said, we're going to protect the relationship over the friendship. He says, because people won't tell their best friends the truth. He said, they won't do it. He says, we're going to protect our relationship over the friendship. Your best friend don't want to hear the truth from you. And sometimes when you tell it, they like, I just ain't going to talk to you no more. Well, that means we weren't friends because if I can't have say so in this friendship. Maybe you just wanted me around so you could put me as a number on your followers. When he said that, it made sense to me. And not that you're being rude. You don't say it in a rude way because we got people that are rude. But you speak up. Your children don't need a friend. They need a parent. Right? Friends love you the way you are. Parents love you too much to leave you that way. 
Friends, love your weaknesses. Oh, I'm glad we both got this mental problem. They're all gathering up at the mental, oh my gosh, the mental colony that's going on, man. They just, oh, I got that too. I got that too. I got you don't like being around people? Me either. I got social disorder, but you're at the mall. I'm confused. But they all get that, and I was like, no, I want to remove your weaknesses. I don't ever want my kids to ever go into a place and say they can't learn because somebody said it to me. No, we can learn. All that did was made me angry enough to pay attention in school. Just angry, just a little, he's, he's an angry little fella, ain't he? Yes. Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear hath torment. He that fear is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us, right? And so when we're afraid of losing our kid, I don't want to tell them nothing because they may get mad. Right? And some of that, that happens to a point. You know, you're like, I just don't, and some days you're just like, no, this is not perfect love if I'm afraid of you. Have you seen people in relationships where they're, they're afraid of the person? Oh, he, you know, he just cussed me out in public because he just loved me. Uh, <laughs> she just slapped me with her purse because she loved me. She just, you know, she just wants the whole world to know. I'm going to tell you what I'm gathering out of here. <laughs> you don't see my little dictionary I'm collecting. But perfect love casts out fear and speaks up, right, and support. But that means we all need to be a part of it, you know? And, and like, it's crazy. You may be able to reach my kids. You may be able to say something to them that I've been saying, but they can hear it from you, right? Same thing. That's why we need to help each other out. This is so, so silly when I go to these schools. It's elementary school, I'm there 45 minutes. And the elementary kids, I wish you was my teacher. No, you don't. I only gave you 45 minutes. They gotta be here for eight hours with your bad. Respect that person. And the kids have told me, they don't respect me, that's why I don't respect them. I'm not telling our kid, I'm not, please, I'm not telling you to tell your kid go act crazy. I'm saying go deal with these, we got the grown folks up there with these titles. Okay? And because the kid won't be friend with them, won't tell them they look good in their clothes, quit asking kids that. Especially elementary kids. No, you look terrible. Why, why, why you got patches on? You're a grown man. Don't you have full clothes? Where are, you, where are your clothes? Where are your money? What you do with your money? That's, it's awful when little kids can tell you, like, I don't ask them nothing. Because they've been straight up. You shiny. Why are you sweating like that? What's wrong with you? Have you always been that color? <laughs> yeah. Yo, mama. <laughs> Come out. Right. So, listen to this. Listen to this. Fear is distrust and a lack of confidence which paralyzes actions against evil. And when we're not trusting and we don't have confidence, we, we, will, we will start to become paralyzed. You can put the tables out too, Justice. Something is missing when fear is present. Always know that. 
When fear is present, something is missing. If your kid is afraid to go to school, something is missing there. And I mean, it may be some kids picking on them, and the, what's missing is the adult to fix that. If they're afraid, something is missing. So, so make sure you, you find out what's missing. Now, perfected love, it's used here. Perfected love means complete love. How many of y'all completely love your kids? How many of y'all have had people, because you got multiple kids, ask you, do you love, you love one kid better than you love the other? Like, like, ask me, do I love one friend better than I love the other right now? Ask me right now, because I don't like you right now. And I tell them, I do love them all uniquely. Not differently, but uniquely. And depending on what we're doing, it's unique. It's unique love. But don't ask me that about my kid. I tell you what, go hit my kid and see what I do. Because I need a reason not to go to prison. So if you do that, I can do this. How about that? Is that love for you? John 3.16. Right? We know John 3.16. We've seen it at football games, right? For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. He loved that he gave Jesus. What did God do to Jesus when he was on the cross? Don't answer this. I'm going to answer it for you because if you get it wrong, I'm going to get mad. He turned his back on him. He allowed sin to come upon him so we could be delivered. And sometimes you're going to have to let, let, listen, yourself be angry about some behaviors so that you can love them. But that's my baby. Yeah, my baby acting a fool. Not going to do it. Not popular. Not popular. We just teach this in the youth group. The parents quit coming. Which they weren't supposed to be in there anyway. But it's like, I love you. But I ain't going to get down with that behavior. It's not going to do it. So he said that. He died. Jesus was able to die. And we were able to be saved. Jesus asked God what? Can this cup pass for me? Do I have to do what you say? Do I have to go by your rules? That's what he may as well said, right? And God's like, yes. Yet not my will, but thy will be done. My ocean, my beach. All right? Be there. Have that authority. People, people want structure. We want structure. Us, us as adults, we want uh, this is this is one thing I don't understand why people pay trainers at the gym. That doesn't make sense to me. They got signs on the equipment that tell you how to use it. But they don't want to read it. They want to say, well, my trainer told me. They look like, so what you telling me that you're unable? Nothing wrong if you have a trainer, dismiss all of this. But he said, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. And at some point he had to tell his son, I'm not okay with you not doing what I told you to do. I'll turn my back on that. And we have to be the same way. All right? Okay, I'm almost at the bottom. I'm actually at the bottom. I'm just taking longer. The capacity of love that we have for family is unlimited. And as we stay connected with God, who is love, we can be sure to see the results of God's power in our family's life. Uh, we made up our mind in, in our family, just after my last brother, that same brother that my mom jumped, after he was murdered in 1987, we made a promise in our family, we're not going to let anybody else die. We'll, we'll, we'll get you arrested before we let you sell drugs or get high. We, we will, we'll get in a cop car and have you pointed out. 
tough part about that is when the police is in on it too, you just took a ride with somebody that's, was okay. They knew we weren't playing. At some point, we got to get tired of going to funerals. I got tired of dressing up. No matter how many times true love is attacked, its identity is recognized by its ability to keep coming back. So some of you who keeps coming back and keep coming back, that's the true love, that you love yourself to keep bouncing back. The reason why you're still in your kid's face is because I truly love you. I know you hate what's coming out of my mouth, but I hate what's coming out of your life. So I posted on social media, integrity is measured by the distance between your lips and your life. So I, 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 I love you, y'all. It was so scary to talk to beautiful Miss Rita about my sign. When I brought it up to her on Friday, she cringed when I told her what I was going to do. You could tell, like, this ain't her gig. She's... And I could tell, like, I said, God, this is where you open, said for me to do this. And she, so when I told her, I got these stencils, I found some paint at Walmart. First, she didn't even like where I was shopping, first of all. And I'm going to spray paint these stencils, and I'm going to make this sign, because God told me to do it. She, and she goes, I got to go to the restroom, mid, mid-conversation. Now, this is what I knew this wasn't true, because my wife has asked me several times, let's just talk. Not now, though. Right now, all of a sudden, there's bathroom breaks in these conversation. I said, Rita, God told me to do this, me to do it. He specifically told me to do it. Because I think sometimes we sit around and wait for the right time, and we're never going to do the right thing. And we may do the right thing at the wrong time, and then it's not right anymore. He said, get out there and make that sign. I've been telling you for a whole week, make the sign. And, and I'm like, what am I going to make it on? We already went over this. They put them crates out there. That's what you're going to put the sign on. Go witness to the community. But it's hot. It wasn't hot when I told you on Monday, because it was 6 a.m. then. But you waited, and you don't miss Tuesday, you don't miss Wednesday, you don't miss Thursday, Friday, the beans, greens, you know. Now it's Saturday, and it's 5.30 p.m., and I want the sign done. And this is why people don't take ministry serious, because you have a lot of good ideas that you never follow through on. So ideas are a dime a dozen. The people that use them are priceless. So that's why the sign is out there. It's runny. It looks hideous. But Ms. Pamela, he said, when I said it ain't decorated, he say, I just ask you to get a message. I ain't ask you to decorate it. Quit decorating messages so people feel good when they leave your church. Okay, y'all bow your heads. <laughs> I think she knows when I stomp around like that that I'm not acting right, I think. Father, we just pray. I thank you for each and every person here. I pray for the parents. I pray, Lord God, this is not easy raising a child like this, but we don't have an easy God. We have a strong uh, do-all-things God, a God of the impossible. Father, we thank you for awakening our children right now, those who are misguided, misled, even about their future, even about their career, how they're making money. I thank you, Lord God, for capturing their minds. Right now, to bring every thought into captivity under the obedience of Christ. 
having a readiness to, to, to avenge all disobedience. Lord, I thank you that they got a readiness about them to hear the gospel. I thank you, Lord God, for delivering them from anger, delivering them from shame. And Father God, help us to walk delivered too so they can have an example of what it looks like to be free. Father God, I thank you that we're just angry enough, angry beyond, so that we can love beyond and love more than enough. Father, we thank you. We see our kids growing up the right way. We see them coming back the right way. And Lord God, as you give us that compassion, the love, and agree, we believe that they're going to be restored with their whole life. Thank you for the hate that I have to hate what is wrong. Thank you for the love that I have to love what is right. Father, I pray that we don't let anyone take that from us. We don't let anyone, I don't care what relative it is, telling us how, to, how much we should love or not love our kids. We, 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 we don't have to fight with them. We know we're going to love them, but let us stand strong. Stand strong. I speak to them. That's my child. I know what I need to say. Father, I just thank you that it's happening. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. So I'll jump on that. Yes, is he raising your hand for you? I thought you were raising your hand. It's him doing it. Zayas, you got something to say? Okay, well, then put your grandmother's hand down then. All right, so, <laughs> hey, we got some juice, and as Zayas would say, we got some sauce. All right, we love you guys. You're dismissed.